Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com Well, everything sounds kind of stupid the first time you hear it. Also, you can't say it like... I didn't say Thunder Force. It's say it with, like, something behind it and louder, like Thunder Force. Thunder Force! Right? Thunder, Thunder Force. Force! Ooh, I like it. <laughs> Welcome to Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Villalobos. On this week's episode, we are talking about the trailers for The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, a real quick recap of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and our movie of the week, Thunder Force. on that thing is getting like spot on with our music every time i know <laughs> dude i was dude when i was brushing my teeth on like thursday i was listening yeah. carmen was like are you are you like rapping to it i'm like i'm not trying to <laughs> it, it's the the tempo and everything is just so perfect dude every time you do that now i love it man the music is the timing of what it is it like goes through a couple of times yeah and then picks up the main riff of the music that leads us into the show but you hit it like right on the money every time all right javi we got the team up of a lifetime again we got nick fury and deadpool back in a movie (laughs) (laughs) what'd you think about this trailer man well i saw the first movie you did too right yeah it was was fabulous Yeah. Seems no different to me. <laughs> it's a Ryan Reynolds movie. It's going to be fantastic. I mean, even his garbage movies are fantastic. True, <laughs> true, true. <laughs> uh, we got Nick Fury. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a funny dude. I, I, I feel like this is like him. This character he plays in this movie is 
how Samuel L. Jackson is in, in life. It's got to be. Like, just <laughs> just kind of goofy and just having fun all the time. I just feel like that's him. And Salma Hayek. Come on, man. I mean, smoke show. Talented. It's a lot of beautiful people in one movie. It really is, man. <laughs> like, we're still just talking about her alone. Yeah. But Salma Hayek is one of those, you know, the, I, I remember Salma Hayek all the way from... From dusk till dawn, when she played that stripper who turned into the dude, dude, dude I, yeah, I, I just watched that like a few nights ago. It's such a fantastic. I watch, I watch it on the regular. <laughs> just the movie's awesome. George Clooney, everybody in there is just fantastic in that one too. But yeah, if she's on screen, man, it's she's awesome. She's beautiful. Great time. Oh yeah, man, I'm excited about this one, man. I think this is one you just. This is the definition of a popcorn flick, man. Turn your brain off. It's going to be a lot of good laughing. We're going to have a good time. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) And then Marvel just dropped a brand new movie trailer. Mm. I forgot this movie Mm -hmm. was even coming, man. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. That was like nothing for a long time. And then trailer. Kevin Feige and the boys always has us guessing, man. Always has us guessing. Oh, yeah. I am a sucker for, like, kung fu martial arts movies. Like, I just grew up yeah. watching all the Bruce Lee movies, man. All of them. The I've had, my neighbor had the whole dragon set. So, Chinese Connection, or Enter the Dragon, The Big Boss, all of them. I've watched Dragon the Bruce Lee, Dragon the Bruce Lee story. About 70,000 times, honestly. I'm super excited about this, man. I actually don't know anything about Shang-Chi, so I looked him up after I watched the trailer. Dude has no powers. He's just a badass martial artist. Definitely check it out, guys. It is it is definitely fun, man. It's going to be a good, it's going to be a good ride. It's going to be a good, good ride. What about this week's uh, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier? What'd you think, man? Dude, so good. Ah. Dude. Every episode is just just better and better. Talk about character building. This is a this is a character building episode. We actually see like Bucky like having some fun in his life. Finally, yeah. And just like just kind of relaxing and just enjoying being around people. And you know, trying to make it some eyes at Sam's sister. Yo, man. Yo, yeah. Sam Sam like, right off the place. bat. <laughs> Right off the bat. Yo, man, he wants to dip into that chocolate. I ain't mad at him. <laughs> I ain't mad at him at all. You know? <laughs> right? Nope. Mm-mm. Yo, man, um, I- I'm really excited to see what this suit entails or what's in that in that yeah. Wakandan case. But, like, also really excited that he's trying to embrace the shield, right? I, the the one thing I wanted to, to talk about here is, you know, I, I really like this episode. This was a really black episode. And what I mean by, by that is, you know, Sam understands that he's a black man in this world, in America. And, yeah. you know, even the other, other uh, super soldier guy was like, yeah, they'll never embrace a black captain america but he's gonna do it anyway man when he was practicing with that shield and everything i'm not a uh, emotional guy but i kind of got choked up a little bit man that shield means a lot to me as a as a as a kid and it's just gonna be a fantastic episode a fantastic ride man for him happy for him i think they've done a real good job of touching on that point with sam yeah like throughout all the episodes since the beginning 
like I said, he is a black man in this superhero world where, you know, aside from uh, the Black Panther fighting next to all these guys, all these, you know, white men, white yeah. women on a regular basis. And it's it's good to see Marvel touching on that and bringing in some of the, the older superheroes like Isaiah as yeah. a, a black super soldier. I think they did it very well. Me too, man. And, and it was I was thinking, me and the wife was watching the episode a couple of nights ago. And she was like, are all the black superheroes called black something? And I was like, yes, 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 baby. We got, we got black, we got, we got black Panther. We got black Falcon. He goes by Falcon in the MCU, but he's actually black Falcon in the comics. They, they put black in front of their, their names, man. I mean, a lot of this was, was wrote a long time ago. Oh, I mean, of course. Not- and really long time ago. I mean, the MCU's <laughs> the superheroes in the MCU are not new. Yeah, they didn't just make them up. You know, they they all have a history throughout these periods of time, <laughs> right? I was just like, yes, yes, baby. That's just how <laughs> things were back in the day. There, so. <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm yeah. I'm really excited about this series. I'm gonna say it, guys. Uh, this series is taking the cake over WandaVision. And WandaVision was fantastic. This is more my speed, though. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed this one, too. This is going in a very good direction. Opens up a lot of other superheroes to start taking on other mantles. Yeah. You know, depending on where Sam's story goes, there's some people that take, there's someone who takes over his spot that's already in the show. Definitely. And then Bucky, you know, showing a real, real personality change since, since the beginning with some heart to heart with Sam in this one. Which I really love, like it's it's a buddy team up. They call themselves yeah. coworkers, but they really have a lot of heart for each other, and I really enjoyed that. And let's not forget the most exciting thing about this episode: Julia Lewis Dreyfus. Okay, she's right. in this episode. No clue who the hell she is. I was reading something that she was actually supposed to debut in Black Widow. Oh, but since but since Black Widow got pushed off. This just is was kind of already in there, I guess. Oh. So her just kind of showing up was supposed to be like, okay, we remember her from Black Widow for whatever she's doing in that movie. Damn you, COVID. You got us again. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just something I read. I didn't do a whole lot of research into it, but, you know, oh. the internet could be, could be true or not. I don't know. <laughs> we, we will find out next I haven't next seen month. Black Widow. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen Black Widow yet. All right. Cool, awesome. man. Yeah, definitely a great episode. What about uh, Invincible? Oh, dude. Yeah, we got to talk about that real quick. Amazon Prime Video Studios, the channel, the app, whatever you have, has this really cool, dope superhero coming-of-age story called Invincible. And it's animated, but it's got the best casting J.K. Simmons. Why is he the only one coming to my mind right now? I have no clue, but we're gonna we're gonna roll with it. The only one that's the one that matters the most. That whole thing so. really matters. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a bloody mess, though. Yes, it's basically well, it's the animated version of the boys. Yeah, but but it's not the same story, mm-hmm. right? Well, I mean, I guess you could you could kind of say Highlander is kind of like. Uh, was it Omni Man? Yeah, they're kind of like the same. You know, they 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 do good, but they also do some messed up stuff as well. 
Yeah, it's a weird world yeah. that there that that's been created. Yeah. But I mean, I watched it from start to finish for season one, like back to back. Yeah, it's fun, man. It's it's a it's a good show, but like I said, it's 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 a mess. They don't hold back on their uh, on animated any, graphics on anything. They don't hold back on anything, man. <laughs> guys, guys uh, and girls, men and women. If you have seen Invincible, please let us know. That is a fantastic show. Love to talk more about it. All right, Hav. Let's go ahead and jump into our movie of the week, man. Thunder Force. Thunder Force. Got to got to put some bass in it, right? That's right. What did she say? Thunder Force. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So this one's pretty easy, right? Uh, Thunder Force came out this year. Last week, I think, on yeah. Net- Netflix. <laughs> It is uh, written and directed by Ben Falcone. One thing about Ben Falcone, you will see him in every movie that Melissa McCarthy is in. Why? That's her husband. Right. You will always see this guy. Fantastic. And they, uh, you know, they they like working together. Yeah. (laughs) I've uh, seen some interviews with her and she talks about this a lot. She says she always gets asked are you cast in these movies because he is your husband? And she's like, no, I'm cast because he likes to work with me and we have fun. There you go. The fact that he's my husband is just awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I love my wife, but I could never like work professionally with her. We'd kill each other. We would literally kill each other. So, I mean, I don't know about you and your wife, Javi, but I know me and Carmen, um, she would kill me. Like I would, probably be dead right now oh okay <laughs> he's like i'm not even gonna touch that <laughs> I'm, I'm good i'll just leave that subject alone <laughs> moving forward th- thunder moving forward <laughs> so uh the budget on this one is unlimited netflix dollars <laughs> i right? love that um <laughs> uh, there's i couldn't find a budget for it it just came out as well, so there's probably still a lot of stuff about it that's not quite hit the interwebs. So we'll just move on to who's starring in this movie. That's good with you. Oh, yeah. Our star, uh, Melissa McCarthy, as Lydia Berman, or The Hammer, as we'll learn. Octavia Spencer as Emily Stanton, or Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got Jason Bateman. He's uh, Jerry, or The Crab. Uh, <laughs> I love him in that in that role, by the way. Fantastic. Uh, uh, Bobby Cannavale as William Stevens, or the King. And then Taylor Mosby as Tracy, who is Emily Stanton's daughter. Big cast throughout this one. Uh, we'll just get to them as they come, like we usually do. Awesome, Javi. So, um, before we jump in, you know, let's go ahead and give us that quick little recap of what this movie is and what this movie is about, sir. Yeah, two childhood best friends who grow up through high school, kind of get into it a little bit, and they part ways for a while through their life. Uh, they meet back up after, you know, years being separated. Uh, now the world has miscreants, which are basically superheroes who are bad. Or, excuse me, not superheroes, but super-powered people who are bad. And they give themselves powers to save the world. Yes, sir. All right. So jumping right here and here, uh, there's this dope comic book opening that explains the world. Right. There is mis- yeah. this miscreants. There was this 
uh, what was it, like a cosmic bomb that hit the planet Earth and caused mm-hmm. a bunch of mumbo jumbo to happen. And, you know, people have powers in it. Like it didn't affect like the psycho people, I guess, or whatever. Yeah. People who were predisposed to being sociopaths. Yes. Yes. Like the crap. So all the, yeah. So all the, su- <laughs> so all the super powered people are basically bad. Evil. <laughs> as we move forward through the beginning of this uh, we find out that emily's parents get killed on this train by a miscreant who is a superpowered type thing which kind of drives her to wanting to avenge them by bringing a miscreant to justice so that's the opener uh, then we kind of get into the the rest of the story. Pick up in a classroom, and this is where Lydia and Emily meet. Emily is the girl who lost her parents. Lydia is basically just at school. She's sleeping. <laughs> She's not really a uh, study, trying to get good grades, trying to do that part of her life like Emily would. Um, Emily gets bullied during class and outside. Uh, she gets called a nerd. She gets pushed down and. Lydia actually sticks up for her and punches this kid in the face. <laughs> uh, she just punches the guy in the face that's picking on Emily, tells him to get in the dumpster because that's where the garbage goes. <laughs> so there's there's good one-liners, like good quick jokes through this whole movie. Yeah. Uh, so this is basically where Lydia and Emily become friends. Um, maybe middle school? Is that maybe around middle school times, Clyde? Yeah, you can see it kind of like jumping forward to kind of bring us to yeah. present time there. But yeah, you can start seeing them them drift in middle school. Uh, Lydia, you know, is kind of a outcast, but wants to go, you know, do middle school kid stuff. But Emily yeah. has a purpose, has a calling, has a passion, and that is to get all these good good grades so she can get to a good school, so she can become this top notch scientist. Um, to see, and you can start seeing them drift apart. Uh, fast forward to yeah. high school, and the same exact thing happens, right? Uh, they're kind of moving, they're best friends, but they're moving in two totally different directions. Um, where a situation happens where yeah. Lydia causes Emily to miss a test, and they kind of break up as best friends and definitely go their separate ways. Um, you know, that's very common with friends uh and the way that these two did it, it was like typical high school shit you know what i mean so yeah i mean they they really just cut it though like it was it <laughs> she took off her friendship bracelet and everything <laughs> <laughs> yeah so <laughs> so she yeah she, bracelets off um was Basically, that, Emily was that a deep cut for you, Javi? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> drop, she dropped her friendship bracelet. Hit me right in the heart. Man. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, basically, Emily's saying Lydia's dragging her down, and Emily's trying to go places. She's trying to leave the town. That really sets up the rest of the movie. Yeah, that, that part of the story. So, at this point, we time jump to the future at some point. 
later in their years, and you see Lydia working at a shipping container yard. So she didn't necessarily turn out the way Emily did. Oh, yeah. Moving in opposite directions. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, we see that Lydia's still in the same town as they grew up in, and we find out that Emily is not. She was she left. She went off to do her study and to build her business and all this. This is where we see the first miscreant act. Uh, Lydia's on her way home, and there's a bank robbery, and we see this lady on the back of a truck that's shooting lasers out of her hands. <laughs> she destroys some police cars and this angel statue that's right next to Lydia. Lydia's, uh, you know, like, who's, who shoots an angel statue? <laughs> And uh, this this lady who shot the laser out of lasers out of her hands is a big part of the movie as well. Oh yeah. Um. So we see that crime is very rampant in the city, and the cops are really powerless against all these miscreants. Lydia goes to her diner, her favorite diner, and the the guy who runs it, you know, says that people are scared to come in. You know, she she's reading the newspaper, and there's miscreants everywhere. It's also this backdrop of this mayoral race. Uh, between these two candidates Mm -hmm. while she's talking to the diner owner Lydia uh, finds out that you know the guy has Emily's number cell phone number passes it over to Lydia and you know she decides to like text I like the scene when she's in her apartment by herself and (laughs) this is like the next scene is she's trying (laughs) to trying to eat the cereal and she didn't know what's bad the cereal or the milk or the milk or the cereal she just goes she just goes f it i'm just gonna chug this milk right like the one yeah, thing i do yeah. love about she's, melissa she's mccarthy like, yep. yep it's the milk <laughs> the one thing i do love about <laughs> melissa mccarthy right is that like she's hilarious and she is probably one of the best women oh, to yeah. do like physical comedy as well she just gives it her all man i, lo- I love watching it yeah, so they're uh, kind of leading up to this reunion that's that night or the next night or whatever it was. That's why she was texting Emily to see if she would come to the reunion. Emily texts her back and not. she said she's going to try to be there. And we see a news article about William the King Stevens getting an assassination attempt on him from a miscreant. From laser. Laser. <laughs> Lydia is at her reunion and trying to figure out where Emily is. And Emily's a no-show. So she decides to take off to Emily's headquarters because Emily's back in town, has this humongous Stanton 4.0 building and heads Mm. there and gets there, goes inside and goes upstairs, is greeted by Emily, right? And there's some funny bits along along the way there. Once again, Melissa McCartney has... So there's a lot. I mean, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Melissa there's McCartney funny, has like a... There's funny it. bits <laughs> all over. <laughs> yeah, Melissa McCartney definitely like kills it in her comedic roles, right? Like I... And that's that's like yeah. that's like the fun that like we just cannot spoil, right? If you haven't seen this movie yet. Um, because as short as the movie is... That's what's going to keep you laughing is like her and her interactions with everybody. Yeah. Every scene, man. Right. right. She, she heads upstairs, meets up with Emily and they embrace and they talk and somehow she ends up with a beer, right? Like that, that's hilarious as well <laughs> because <laughs> she's nervous to meet Emily. She ends up spilling beer yeah. on Emily. Emily then has to go change. Emily's like, don't touch anything. 
and my note says she touches everything in that room. <laughs> every single every single thing she could. <laughs> yeah. She's like uh messing with like a touch lamp and you know, she's in this little lab, she's just flipping switches, mm. like like it doesn't matter. Like it's not like she's just in like flipping light switches. She's at like a supercomputer touching buttons. <laughs> exactly. Like, come on. Um, and ends up getting injected with this serum <laughs> and passes out, right? Oh man. Uh yeah, then they, they find her passed out. And apparently she injected herself with the first treatment of super strength, which what they tell her is, you know, basically you live here now. You got to do more treatments because by the end of the weekend your body's gonna explode if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Melissa McCarthy just joined the super soldier program, right? <laughs> she really did, yes. <laughs> she did. <laughs> she's, oh, I was about to say she's next up in the MCU, but she actually is. She's playing Hella in the, the play in uh, Thor 4. Oh, she is? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's going to be fantastic. Let's go. <laughs> so they... They get her to the room and it's just basically it's explaining to her everything that's going on, you know, mm -hmm. all the treatment she's got to go through and the training. And um, we then meet Emily's daughter, her 15 year old Stanford graduate daughter. Must be nice. Uh, working. That's <laughs> working for her company. And these are the scenes you just can't explain, like her talking about. This girl being like Urkel, <laughs> right? And uh, her being a nerd and all this stuff. <laughs> it's just a scene you can't explain. Uh, she gets a monitor on her wrist that's going to help them watch her vitals. And all this leads up to basically her now understanding she she's there. She's got to go through with it now or she dies. Yeah. <laughs> so we get this... Um... 33 treatment montage of training, <laughs> right? So she's doing all these uh, throwing and kicking and fighting, and she gets she gets an affection for raw chicken, which is disgusting, but oh, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so difficult to watch this happen, and she's just... But, but what's fun about, like, with this movie and these little things that seem stupid... And a lot of them lead to just a big part of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Like it just come, <laughs> it comes around full circle at some point, which is good. Which is like, which yeah. is like, you know, uh, could it, it could be lazy writing, but like the dots get connected, and I yes. love that. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's a sign of really good writing. You're putting plot points down on a piece of paper, and it's like I'm going to revisit that. Yeah. Yeah, so the uncooked chicken was had a reason, right? Yeah. For the raw amino acids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is disgusting, but hey, man. That's so gross. <laughs> yeah, that, that whole scene was too funny, too. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we, we also get a uh, little bit of Lydia connecting with Emily's daughter, right? They both enjoy yeah. playing Fortnite, kind of talking about boys. Uh, you know, this really, there's just some really good character development between these two, uh, friends and even the daughter as well. Um, you yeah. know, and that really strengthened this movie. Once again, very short movie coming in at a little over 90 minutes, 
Um, but it's strength from the character development. So Ben Falcone does a fantastic job with that. Yeah, through the course of this training, we see her just getting stronger. I like seeing like the spots where she wasn't doing well, like she was trying to jump on that jump on that box oh, or whatever. Yeah. Like she's trying to <laughs> she's trying to she's like, watch this and she goes to jump on and flips over the field. <laughs> Or or what? Dude, her, or her what, physical comedy is hilarious. Or what about uh, Emily's routine? Right, is just to take that pill yeah. like once a day. Because yeah. <laughs> mind you, mind you, uh, Lydia's still getting injected every day. Oh yeah, <laughs> and getting like thrown around and stuff. And only thing that Emily has to do is take this pill. Remember, she tried to like cough. Yeah. The cough from Octavia Spencer was yeah. like, "You're faking that, right?" Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's <laughs> good comedy man i love it yeah yeah they were a very good team so they get done with training what was it 30 something days right yep uh 33 days 33 days they get done with the training they get new suits and then they're trying to think of a name let's not forget that they, emily's invisibility works now yes yes and they were all freaking out when she went invisible <laughs> that was hilarious so they're trying to think of names for themselves and they're trying to think of a team name. And this is where they figure out it's going to be Thunder Force. Thunder! There's a bunch of other names they come up with. <laughs> but Thunder Force is one they end up on after a lot of debate. Did they think of their names at this point too? I think they were walking down the stairs. I remember they were walking down the stairs and they, she said, I'm going to be known as Hammer. Yeah. <laughs> and, which doesn't make any sense at all to her. And then yeah. uh, Lydia also said, we're going to call you Bingo, which still doesn't make any sense <laughs> to this day, right? <laughs> it stuck, though. It definitely did. So they go down the stairs and we find their uh, new team car. This thing is sexy. This, I want to say, a purple. Like a, a combination of blue and purple. Yeah, it was nice. Like purple Lambo. <laughs> this is a tiny car. And they're trying to slip into this thing, and it takes them a long time. Let me, let me put this in a little bit of perspective, right? If you have not seen the movie yet, and if you live under a rock and don't know who Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer are, right? Yeah. Beautiful women, but they're not small women at the same time, okay? And they try to slide into this uh, purple Lamborghini, and <laughs> it's hilarious. They definitely let their physical <laughs> comedy shine right here, the two of them, trying to get in, yeah. in and out of this thing. <laughs> we got to rethink the, the, We got to rethink this car choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a whole scene of them heading to uh, their first mission. It's this little liquor store. Apparently, the, the crab man is robbing the liquor store, and... That's when they get to the store and then they do the reverse is they're trying to get out of the car now. <laughs> so we go through all that and we end up getting our first real good fight scene. The crab man, Jason Bateman. What can we not Jared. say about this guy? Jason Bateman is, he he's a very committed person to his characters. Whatever he's doing, whatever he's doing, man. Well, again, it's just him. Like <laughs> he just, he puts himself in this in this body, this guy with crab hands. And it's just Jason Bateman. It really is, though. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, my favorite character in this movie is Jason Bateman's crab man, okay? Yeah. He's just, <laughs> I agree with He's that. just the best, man. <laughs> and when I saw the trailer, I was like, I'm not going to like Jason Bateman in this movie. 
It's yeah. probably, one, it's probably only going to be a cameo, is what I was thinking. And then... That's what I thought, yeah. too. And I was like, it's going to be horrible. It's going to be the dumbest part of the movie. The movie's probably going to be good, but this is going to be the dumbest part. But the fact that we get Jason Bateman throughout this entire movie, let's go, man. He did a fantastic job. And then every time he's, like, running away, like, in, <laughs> like he gets scared or something, he does, like, that crab walk with his, <laughs> with his claws. The, oh, God. the first time I saw that in the movie, I laughed. <laughs> you know, I was like, okay, that's funny. But when he does it a few more times, yeah. dude, I was rolling, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> just the great feature. Through, like I said, just little things that carry that whole movie. Which is fantastic. <laughs> so, big fight scene. Basically, this is the intro to the Thunder Force. They start, they get some cell phone videos and they start you know, talk about who they are and all that stuff. Wait, wait, are, are we, are we not going to talk about this dance number? Do we, do oh, we, are yeah. we not going to talk about this weird ass dance number between Yo, Lydia like... and the crab man? <laughs> what the hell happened? Dude, this just gets super weird through the whole movie. <laughs> I don't know. She just, I don't know if it was the, him just having the crab hands and her being like in like raw meat. I'm not sure. <laughs> bro. I mean, that no, it sounded really weird. Bro, but... <laughs> there was an instant attraction to this guy, right? Like, she quit. She locks eyes with him, and then she just dreams about this this dance that they have where he's throwing <laughs> her around with his crab hands, and they're doing this number. And then it's Emily that has to kind of, like, get them you know, make them come to and be like, hey, like, hey, uh, this is, we can't do this shit right now. Well, they're, they're back and forth, like, outside of the, the dance scene, like, in the, you know, quote unquote, real life of the movie. Yeah. They're, you know, flirting pretty hard back and forth between both. Of them. Yeah. <laughs> so we get a instant attraction. It's so we get a dance number, guys, and. We come to find out that, uh, you know, that the patrons at the liquor store was like, who are you? And they're like, Thunder Force. And they do like the superhero yeah. pose. And they were like, Thunder Force, you get it now, right? Nobody good it, got it or understood, right? Like, no, it's, not at all. it's those comedic bits <laughs> that I love, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, oh. so, so the cool thing about this is that they are winning back the city and they're kicking butt and taking yes. names for the, for the city there. We come to find out that the miscreants are working. For the mayoral candidate, the king. Fun take on the movie and on superhero situation is this is a world that only has superpowered people who aren't good. Yeah. Right. So there are no superheroes. So I think it's a pretty cool take on a situation. Yeah, man. It's, to superhero it's movie. totally different. And it's actually yeah. re refreshing. You know, we are we do a lot of superhero stuff. We talk about it. We're kind of bogged down in all of our TV and cinema and about superheroes, it's all, but it's all superheroes, yeah. <laughs> but but this is a interesting take that we have not seen before, man. I'm really di digging this. So a lot of news, a lot of social media, a lot of talk about Thunder Force at this point. We're going through a little bit of a time lapse here, not very big, but enough to you know see some news articles, see Lydia right on top of the Lamborghini. Right, <laughs> she's she's surfing on top of the Lamborghini, and then we get to the King Crabman Laser, and we hear 
the king's big bad guy plan. You know, we find out he is behind the miscreant attacks. We find out he is one himself when he death hugs someone and kills the guy. A, a death <laughs> hug. <that's... laughs> so moving forward a little bit, we see Lydia and Emily and their training and the king and the laser kind of blast through the building and kind of <laughs> see if they want to team up. But the, th- the Thunder Fours do not. And they have some other ideas for themselves. So kind of a quick scene, really funny uh, bits in there. But we fast forward to Lydia and Emily with uh, Emily's grandmother at dinner, <laughs> trying to talk their trying to talk to grandmother to move and stuff like that. And grandmother knows that they are Thunder Force, but also thinks that they're a lesbian couple. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I knew it. I knew this whole time. She even has like a doll of them like kissing or whatever. Some like woodworking yeah. or something. Well, I think it was a, a cake topper. Oh, like that's a, what it was. Yeah. Like a, a wedding cake topper. Two yeah. brides. Two brides. Together. <laughs> oh, man. You know, but grandma uh, says that she's not moving anywhere. Definitely encourages them to continue to kick butt, take names, and take back the city. Mm-hmm. Man, can we talk about Bobby Carnival and Jason Bateman's banter? Just. <laughs> too good gosh like great guys they just work well off each other man it's so much fun <laughs> then we uh get just a real quick election rally apparently you know the the mayor elected this time uh well the one of the one of the candidates that's the word i'm looking for candidates for mayor is has a rally and introduces thunder force to the city and she's in there taking trying to get hundred dollar selfies <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hey, let's take a quick break. Sounds good. So over dinner the other night, Carmen and I, uh, we sat down and I turned on the movie Speed and she was actually digging it, man. Oh, yeah. I was fully surprised. She's not really an action movie type of person, but she was entrenched in the movie. It's one of those big cinematic adventures that happen on on film with Keanu Reeves you know movies have this ability to bring people together to post up in the theater and enjoy an amazing cinematic adventure Javi what's the first big movie event that you can recall in your life I have to say Space Cowboys oh man great movie I was like 13 14 years old bunch of friends going out to the gym theater and having a good time in Kannapolis North Carolina mine would be 1996 Independence Day my mom took me my brother all of our friends to go see this movie right Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum and they're taking on aliens and the theater was full everybody was there to just see this amazing movie and we all were there and it was just enjoyable just one of my favorite moments man yeah movie moments they're memorable and everybody has their all-time favorite movie moments what was yours the prestige christian bale versus hugh jackman wolverine versus batman (laughs) as magicians what hugh jackman does to ensure his magic trick works i'm not going to spoil it but mind-blowing what about you man for me it was the stay puff marshmallow man ghostbusters (laughs) love that movie (laughs) love that scene (laughs) just a great scene in general (laughs) on that note we would love to engage with all you guys and talk about your favorite movie moments as well and you can find us at movie in a pod on twitter instagram and you can also find us on facebook as well yeah guys don't forget to add like and share our content we hope to hear from you all soon Yeah, that big old got me. <laughs> I see. 
right. We are uh, at a point in the movie where the king finds out he lost the election. He's not happy. He pretty much throws a tantrum, uh, kills a few people. He kills Kenny and Walter. <laughs> <laughs> you killed Kenny. Then he sets up uh, Andrew to be killed next I love this with guy. laser. I love this guy. It's, these are just his goons, his henchmen, <laughs> just random people, and they get a name one time during the movie, and it's when they die. <laughs> So he decides he's going to throw a party for the new mayor, uh, Gonzalez, and the city, even though he lost. Even though he lost. Why? Because he's such a good guy. Yeah. So then we, the best guy. Then we got uh, Lydia and Emily, and they're at the diner, and they're chilling, maxing, relaxing. They're actually with their head of security of Stanton 4.0, right? And they're eating, having a good time, kind of talking about all their success. And then the head of security, played by the great Melissa Leo, she says she's going to the bathroom to go wash her hands. And then Lydia starts like talking about how she's probably going to take a dump, but you know, whatever. And then laser <laughs> laser crashes and smashes and blows a hole into the diner. And then a fight breaks loose. Big bad wolf to She really did. Yes. <laughs> so we got this, we got this fight between uh, Lydia and uh, laser and, they kind of go at it. The hammer versus the, the the laser, man. This is actually a pretty good fight. Yeah. But laser clearly gets away. And what does Lydia do? Pick up a damn city bus? She throws a bus. She throws. She's been to throw a bus the whole movie. <laughs> and once again, it, it's it's a little, a little circle back to earlier in the movie <laughs> yeah. when she's talking to Tracy, the, the daughter, uh, about wanting to throw a bus. Yep. <laughs> I can't hear you right now. I'm about to. Th- I'm literally about to throw a buzz. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, and she doesn't hit it. Hit hit lasers. She actually throws it like way past into a fountain. <laughs> <laughs> and we have another fight between Emily and Lydia for out of the same reason they had before. Lydia not thinking about what she's doing and being dangerous and basically not thinking before she acts. Yeah. Well, let's talk about probably my. Two favorite scenes. Okay. Lydia decides to go out on a date with the crab. <laughs> I'm with you. They're, One of my favorites as well. They're 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 at a crab shack, right? They're like a sea, <laughs> they're like a seafood place, right? Yeah, I've, uh, I wrote down the name uh Trader Vicks. Trader Vicks. <laughs> Trader Vicks. <laughs> right? The the waiter comes through and asks, Do they want the seafood platter with uh <laughs> crab claws and everything? <laughs> He doesn't do a good job of reading it, reading the room, right? Yeah. But they kind of talk about their attraction towards each other, and she just loves the, you know, the sm- she doesn't know what it is about him, but she loves the smell of Old Bay seasoning, and... <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, man. It's just stupid fun, man. <laughs> so, uh, he explains... We want to call him Crab Man or we want to call him Jerry? Uh, I'm calling him Crab Man. Crab Man, okay. So Crab Man starts explaining his backstory, which is fantastic, right? <laughs> we find out he's not a miscreant like the others. He wasn't exposed to the cosmic rays that the other ones were. He was actually bitten by a radioactive crab. <laughs> bitten on his pepper, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> So he's the he's the Spider Man of this world, of this 
universe. So he was skinny dipping and he got bit in the ball bag by a radioactive crab. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. This scene, it's got a lot more into it. It's got, uh, like you said, the waiter offering, <laughs> him this, offering them the seafood tower. <laughs> Him trying to pick up the, the martini glass and yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Your he glasses." Says, I'm not a child. <laughs> I can do it. Your glasses are not that strong. <laughs> oh my gosh! So the next scene, which is even better, is uh, Lydia goes back to Stanton 4.0, which is uh, Emily's business office, and goes in there. They rekindle and. Lydia kind of tells her what her plan was with the crab man. And there's shots of her telling Emily, you know, the plan that the king is going to blow up this building with everybody in it. That's the grand plan. That's why he's having this party. But there's also shots of Lydia and the king and the crab man about to get it on. Right. And, like yeah. she pulls yeah, the night, the night of the day, <laughs> the night of the day, right? She pulls out, yeah, old bay seasoning for this date, <laughs> and then the line, which it's almost got to be our title, bro. Let's have a low country boil. Like that's what she says, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah. I'm about to throw you in this hot tub and have a low country boil. <laughs> Oh, such a fantastic oh, line, man. man. That's fine. We'll use that one. <laughs> <laughs> After the, they find out that, um, you know, what the plan is, they want to go stop the king uh, from blowing up anybody who didn't vote for him. We have them <laughs> getting ready to go into battle, and we kind of sense their head of security is a little weird again. Uh, what is he like? Tells yeah. tells uh, Emily's daughter to go get her some coffee, <clears throat> and then you see her talking to yeah. uh, Laser on another line, and Thunder Force just sitting there, uh, playing some some Seal, let's play, like singing some Seal, Kiss by a Rose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, trying to relax their nerves. Yeah, that's when Tracy finds out that Allie, the head of security, is double crossing them, and she warns she she knocks out Allie, yeah. and she warns Lydia and Emily that they need to get away because they're set up. They need to get away from the doors and all that because it's about to explode because lasers on their way. Oh yeah. Let's mention Melissa McCartney's role off this dock. Did you see that? Yeah, like yeah, after the explosion? Was, yeah, she's a superhero, dude. Dude, her moves and her stuff through her stunts through this show are fantastic yeah she's a superhero in this like, movie bro she really is she, kicks, she really got she, it she, she kicks ass <laughs> she definitely kicks ass man like that like i know she's having a fun time but like yeah even though it's like a superhero like comedic film she's yeah. landing this shit like she's in a kevin feige produced marvel Dude. movie man yes it's the superhero <laughs> landings yes. right that's what it is yes. <laughs> like one of the ones that i like the best this was this was probably number two. Yeah, number one is actually in the the beginning of the movie where they're in the uh, liquor store and she like kicks a guy across there and she kicks him. She does a flip and lands. Yeah, and she hits this stance that's like, yeah, I just did that. Yeah, she's a, she's a badass. <laughs> yeah. She's a badass in this movie, man. Like having a good time, but also yeah. a serious badass. I love it. Yeah. They continue the fight. Well, Lydia continues the fight with Laser and throws a dumpster at her. (laughs) (laughs) 
and pins her up. So the so the Thunder Force they make their way inside. Um, Emily's daughter said that she's going to help them. So we don't really know how or what, but it yeah. says that she's going to help. But they're in the same exact time. Uh, the king, the crab, and the rest of the goons are in this <laughs> elevator, right? In this <laughs> with with Andy or Andrew, whatever he is, right? And they're trying to make contact with <laughs> uh, Laser. And not going to spoil it for you, but the king at the end, the king asked Crabman, the crab, to uh, push 20 on the elevator button. And yeah. with those big ass crab claws, he pushes <laughs> like 17. But did you see how he just took his forearm? It was just like, screw it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, dude, just just good stuff, yeah. man. Just just good stuff there. The king and his henchmen uh, finally confront Thunder Force on the the floor where the mayor's office is. Mayor uh, Gonzalez Gonzalez's office, and they start fighting. Throw down. Lydia's fighting the king. Emily's fighting Laser when she shows up, and then Emily's also going around just tasing everybody. She really is like. She's going, she's going to play hide and seek, bro. And then it's yeah. easing the ass. Fun fight. Then we come to where <laughs> the the king is giving the hug of death to Lydia. And Crabman comes up and <laughs> stops the king from, ki- from killing her. Disgusting. And the king <laughs> rips off his claws. <laughs> rips off both of his claws. And he's just on the ground at this point. He's done. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, Lydia gets a big beam and bats the king out of the building and he flies off somewhere into the city. Yep. Was, <laughs> this was good too. The crab man is laying on the ground <laughs> and he's like, can I, can I get an ambulance or a, or a vet <laughs> or a, a marine biologist? Oh, this is Jason Bateman, man. Fantastic. Dude, dude. This is just a stupid role that just. Just as good. Just I don't know how to explain Perfect it. for him, man. So <laughs> they basically save the day. Uh, Emily's daughter comes up, and she's super fast, and she knocks out Laser, and Laser takes off or whatever. They basically save the day, and they have the bomb sitting right there. They can't dis- disarm it, so Lydia decides to jump out of the window into the river oh, yeah. with the bomb. <laughs> Because her body's the only body like that can take the impact, right? So uh, there's an explosion in the river. Uh, we come to find out that Lydia survived. Mayor Gonzalez wants them to be full time superheroes, working with the city. And uh, Thunder Force gets this huge round of applause from the city. Man, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and take a guess and say the next scene is your favorite. No. No, the the old base seasoning was my <laughs> was my was my favorite. When she pulls okay, out that old base season, like I was eating dinner, I almost like choked on it. It was so funny, bro. Like I was like I was not <laughs> expecting that. Okay, <laughs> she pulls that old base seasoning. <laughs> Mind you, he takes forever trying to like take her shirt off with his claws. With his... <laughs> well, let's go ahead and wrap. Oh yeah, when they're in the office, <laughs> when they're in the office, Emily's like, "What happened to your buttons?" <laughs> So yeah, the the last scene of the movie is uh, Lydia and Crabman. They are feeding each other. It's gross. You just have to watch that one. (laughs) 
And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, once again, that's a uh, another uh, dissection conversation. Uh, that is the Thunder Force. Javi, Thunder Force, Octavius Spencer, Melissa McCarthy. What'd you think, man? I thought this was a really funny movie. It ran a good line for me of a good superhero story, but also hilarious. Like I said before, we got this world of bad superpower people. There's no good ones. There's nobody fighting for for anybody. Bring these two people in. They make themselves superheroes. And just a funny story. Funny characters. Not too serious, but kind of serious enough to where it's not like real corny, I guess. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It keeps you interested. I've watched it a couple times now, and I'm going to watch it a few more times because it's hilarious. (laughs) How many bucks of popcorn do you give it? I'm going to give this one a, a three out of five. Good deal. What about you, my man? Uh, I'm also going to give this movie three out of five buckets of popcorn. Um, this nice. this is a rewatchable comedy with, you know, about our favorite genre, which is the superhero. <laughs> with these, and my, one of my favorite lines of the movie is, how the hell is this so hard to stop two 40-year-olds, right? <laughs> like, like <Yeah>. that's... <laughs> That's the funniest thing about it, right? That's what that's the the tailspin. There's these two 40-year-old women uh you know, should be soccer moms at this point and they are mm. uh kicking butt and taking names protecting the city and that's just fun. That just calls for a lot of fun. Melissa McCartney's stunts, Octavia Spencer's great acting. Yeah. It just comes together to form this this great romp that I can just watch over and over again, man. Just so much fun. So much fun. Definitely three three buckets. Thank you for subscribing to this week's episode, talking through our movie of the week, Thunder Force. Next week, we'll be talking about Mortal Kombat. I am Clyde Smith, and you can find me on Twitter as I am Clyde D. Smith. I am Javier Villalobos, and you can find me on Twitter at MrJ8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.